Hello, friends and fellow adventurers. Welcome to the MinMax Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue Blood Lords. As always, we'd like to invite you to come join our Discord, where you can hang out with us and other listeners of the show. And if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon. And a shout-out to all of those that are Lich Level and above. Rock Jedi, Wolf, Blood in a Slump, Thunder Mammoth, The Trevor Project, Toss Chris, Fizzgig, AC Goldner, Eric R, Optus Chrissy, Great Pastor there, Indie Link, Tawdry Monster, Mercutio, Angel Shadow Art, Sirendin, The Necromancer Forever, Doc Holiday, Corey, Robert T, Jason K, Dicky Lopez, Bobs and Dugnut, Rickety Rope Bridge, Alex K, Doma Elaka, Frank L, Just Mike Works, Ross D, Argoon's Long Lost Elbow, Fig Tears, Zach S, Jamie H, Mr. Turtle, Sleeve, Darren, Caleb W, Pickle, Mr. Grimm, Fire Down, M54 Ewas, Jameson S, Eric R, plus two four. Seven of Whacking, George F, I'm Not a Robot, Leo Hart, Hard Hard Har, Witch Hunter, Jeremy D, Matthew M, Scott E, Progeny of Kuchu Lane, Liz Giggles, Calistria Specialty, Brandon K, Gregus Maximus, Andrew G, Ebon Flames, and Booming Thunder. Shout out to new patron this week at the Lich Level, Henry. Thank you all so much for your support. And now a recap of Session 36. Having infiltrated DeCrozia's factory, we find her polishing her rifle, and she jumps out of a window. We give chase. She has a big gun that hits hard, but we bust out all the tricks and start whopping her. We get a little lucky and kill her quickly. As soon as she dies, her construct Minotaur attacks and is much harder than the hag. Kix gets gored to death, but his inner devil rebukes this and keeps Kix barely alive. Eventually, we whittle down the construct, mostly thanks to Lucan's electric arcs and Arius keeping everyone alive. As it dies, all the townsfolk are gathering and are hostile. Arius intimidates them, and we all run away! As you guys escape from Pakged with your undead and living hides intact, you hit level 7. So let's take a moment to talk about everyone's level 7. Who wants to go first? Well, pick me, pick me. Kicks. What do you got? I am level seven. Oh god. Uh, no. Um, the biggest <laughs> thing that I'm excited for is my conscious mind has the now amp trait for message, and I can give everybody reactions to hit things on my turn. Not everybody, but I can choose to do so using a f- amped focus. But beyond that, I have. Took fast recovery and a master in occultism for aiding. So actually, this is a really big level for kicks. I like it. A lot of things turn on. Yeah. Giving attacks as reactions to your allies, that's very useful. Increasing a master means that your critical uh, successes on aids are now plus three. And then I took... I have telepathy for my conscious mind for a fourth level spell and phantasmal killer. Alright, big milestone level for kicks. Let's see how that plays out coming up. Uh, then after kicks, who wants to go next? Arius will go. Alright. Took fleet. Nice, brother. And some harm spells. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't really surprise me. I've been bitching about movement speed for a while now, so I finally took yeah. it. Uh, I'm also a master in intimidation. So I'm going to start using that more, definitely. Um, and then I got my third doctrine, which is expert proficiency in my weapon. Um, and I get crit spec with my deity's weapon as well now. That is also a pretty big deal. I can hit things better, I can move faster, and I can intimidate better. 
that's pretty fucking solid, man. I'd ask you what spells you took, but we all know that they're filled with harm spells. Yeah, I took harm, and I even swapped out some of my lower level ones that weren't harm to harm. I now have 13 <laughs> harms. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, <laughs> gotta keep these folks alive, right? Or undead? Whatever. Uh, okay. Well, that's Arius' level 7, where we got Lucan and Shara left. Lucan's is pretty straightforward. Um, I get a general feat with which I took Die Hard. Uh, I don't really get much else. The main thing I get is that uh, Sundrigger now has permanent reach. I don't have to use that ability to get 10 feet reach. I just always have it. And I can use that ability to now have 15 foot reach. Oh, nice. Uh, Sundrinker's yeah, yeah. Sundrinker's going to be dealing more damage. I get Eidolon weapon specialization and I get a new Eidolon ability. Well, that is indeed a very solid level up. Does Sundrinker increase in size yet? Not yet. Not yet. Next level. Next level. So what's that? Is he still large or what is he? Actually, only medium. Still right medium. medium. Yeah. Yep. But can but reach fifteen with that. But can reach fifteen. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so when he becomes a large, does that get bigger? Next level will be large. We'll have a reach of fifteen and be able to go to twenty, and oh, then just nice. a little bit after that will be huge. Have a reach of twenty and be able to go to twenty-five. I mean, son, you're not going to need to spend actions on Sundrinker moving. I won't even anywhere. need to move. No. No, there will be no need to move. I'm between your size and your reach. Yeah, you just stand there and anything that moves you can hit. I have this image of Lucan uh, astride a rosebush thorn throne <laughs> in combat. And I get you in the, like, nah, just, nah. I just meld if I ever want to do something like that. Well, fun. A little peek into the future with Lucan and Sundrinker. How about uh, new kid on the block? Shara, what's level seven look like? Uh, yeah, Shara is also taking Master Intimidation this level in order to increase the chance of getting that uh, Dread Marshal stance to crit, or at least to succeed. <laughs> so that's the main reason for that. Uh, I took Numb to Death for my general feat. Um, I don't think anybody's taken that one before. I have to have Die Hard and you have to have died at least once. And then once per day... Uh, the first time I regain hit points while I have the dying condition, I gain an additional hit points equal to my level, and I do not gain the wounded condition or increase my wounded condition. That's Swanee. Like, I'm not losing this one. I'm not I'm not <laughs> losing this freaking character. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the bigger things is I become uh, uh, expert in armor. So with the level up and everything, I now have a 27 AC... Or 29 if I have my shield raised. Goodness gracious. And I also got weapon specialization, so I deal an extra two damage with my attacks. Solid. So nothing too flashy, but nice. Very. Yeah, that expert bump on, uh, wait, is it expert weapon or armor now? Or? Expert armor. Expert, expert armor. armor. Which actually also then gives me the armor specialization ability. So I also gained two slashing resistance. No shit. Nice. Solid level up from the champion. It's nice to see one of those go into these levels now. Um, now that there's a lot of you know options available. And this is, you know, not a typical champion anyways. So after everyone gives the city of Pekged some time to, you know, simmer down, how do you go back into a town? 
do you disguise yourselves to go back into town, or do you just waltz in? I figure we just waltz in. Yeah, just Either waltz he's in. got the town under control, or he doesn't. Agreed. Although, with kicks, we might still want kicks to, to disguise, because, you know. I can do that! Yeah, you got that, you got that, uh... Like you're undead, don't you? It'll last for a little bit, you know? Well, you know where you're going. You don't need to wander around aimlessly anymore. You know where Shroud's located. So, you waltz into town. What time? At dusk. I mean, it needs to be after the sun goes down for Lucan. Yeah. So at dusk, you waltz into town. Things are a little hectic, you can tell. There are some undead, the, the Viralax, who are milling about. They seem unfocused, almost as though they're in some sort of, like, daydream, as they just kind of wander through Pac-Ged. Occasionally, you'll see a handful of them fighting each other, but nothing, nothing beyond some fistfights and others pulling them away. You manage to walk right to where the Shroud is without any resistance. There's a small crowd... Outside the door, they're murmuring and muttering amongst themselves. What do you do? Um, are they either blocking the way we can't get into the shroud's door? Not with where the crowd is positioned now. No. I walk towards them, unafraid, as though I own the place, exuding confidence. As you do, you have to actually bump into the folks at the back in order to get them to move out of your way. I'm not bumping into anybody, but Sundrinker will. Sundrinker would? Okay, so then Sundrinker would have to, like, push their way a little bit to start it. Because nobody's even noticing you as you approach. They're all just talking amongst themselves. And when you start making your way through, one of them goes, Hey, what are you doing? You don't just get to waltz in front of you. There's people here waiting for seeing Shroud. And they will wait for us to be finished. Uh, that don't seem right. Yeah, they don't seem right. We are on official business from a blood lord. You will step aside, or you will pay the consequences. Yeah, we still got that in our fucking pockets. Let's go. That's a 31 intimidation check. Okay. Okay, and, and you do. And one of them goes, Hey, I think that's the one that's done killed the Crozier. Oh, now step back. Get out of the way. No step 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 back get out of the way get out of the way No step 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 back get out of the way get out of the way No step 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 back get out of the way get out of the way No step 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 back get out of the way get out of the way And it turns to awe pretty quickly I pass through The door's unlocked Did you walk in there's a lot of activity going on in here. And as soon as you walk in, you hear Shroud's voice from the back. Beyond busy Verilex who are shift- shifting through papers and moving crates and opening and organizing things. We're not taking any visitors right now. Oh, hello. It's just us. We're not visitors. Well, we are, but... And he takes his staff and he he doesn't, like, hobble or limp, but he he looks... Exhausted, if an undead could be said to look exhausted. Ah, the heroes. Well, 
Some people are calling you that. Others are calling you disruptors. Killing people does disrupt things, yes. Sometimes for the better, though. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you've done. And I see, likely, you've come to collect. Yes. Digs into his pockets, pulls out a pouch, and hands it to you. As promised, let it never be said that Shroud doesn't keep his word. And here, from my personal stores, and he pulls off a ring from his finger. It looks like a skeletal snake eating its own tail. That's cool. And kind of passes it to, to Lucan, and he lowers his voice a little, uh, you know, quietly. You can have the ring just so long as you don't come back to town with it or try to sell it in town. Why? What's so special about it? Just promise. Fair enough. I can make a promise. I promise. Good. And he hands it to you. The pouch has 150 gold pieces. Yay! I thought it was 250. Sorry, yeah, that's 250. 250? You're right, 250. I said 150, but that wasn't correct. And the pouch is 250 gold pieces. And the ring is a ring of wizardry, type 1. A ring of wizardry, type 1? Type 1. That means you can have a first level spell on it, right? It's arcane spell slots. Gain two additional first level arcane spell slots each day. That's getting sold, baby. Kix is a cult. Divine. I'm primal. You have everything. You have every tradition except arcane. Yep. Yes, we are also headed to Iled to see Bloodlord Heldoli. I'm sure she would be happy to hear that this is back under Bloodlord control. Well, under Bloodlord control, uh, there's no Bloodlord presence here necessarily. Are you going to... Is she going to send a Bloodlord, or... He starts to look a little nervous. I mean, she will likely stop in to make sure things are being ran as dictated by Geb, unlike Decrozia. Right. Of course. But of course, we could always put in a good word for you and let her know that things are going swimmingly, and we checked up on it personally. If we did that, perhaps she wouldn't need to stop by. There's uh, lots, lots to do. Lots to do to make us compliant. Lots. Right. Lots right. to do. So we could Love definitely do that. We could try and persuade her not to come here. Uh, am I detecting uh, if next? Oh, I don't know. What do you think? It sounds like it. We only saved your town and you, and in a position to ensure Bloodlord doesn't come here and learn about what really happened firsthand. I see. You see, if a joke has to be explained, it's not a very good joke. Or a threat. Right, right. Um, uh, I don't actually have anything else that I might be able to offer you, uh, physically. Um, I do have some clout with the Carter's Consortium. I'd be happy to spread your good words along the... the uh, I, your deeds. A good word for a good word. A good, exactly. I had the same thought, Shadow. <laughs> right. 
Yes. Right, yes. Perfect. That's exactly what I'll do then. And so shall we, Shroud. And he doesn't breathe necessarily uh, visibly, but he does kind of let out tension from his shoulders a bit. Um, well, I, I do have very much, much work to do here. Um, and we have a long travel, so we won't keep you. I wish you the best of luck. Oh, by the way, do you have any uh, wagons? Many, many wagons. T- take uh, however many wagons you need for the travel. Oh, within reason, within reason. All of the wagons. Take all of them. <laughs> all the wagons. <laughs> I only need one. One to ride in. We need one more than how many you got. I've uh, lost track of where my coffin is at this point. It's in a wagon. Oh, that's right. It's still back at... Um, it's probably on the ship still. No, I don't think we put it on the you ship. You gave it, it in Sallow to We gave it to, yeah, to, to somebody to drive to back. Gray Dirge. To Grey Dirge, yeah. We'll see how that works out. Along with the family that we sent back to Grey Dirge. Man, we're going to be down one wagon and one family. <laughs> and, and, and a coffin. And a coffin. Yeah, we'll just write you're you're going to need a new coffin. And a shadow. Smoke, smoke. Smoke. Oh, right. Smoke. Well, I guess we'll see. Now you guys got about 500 gold and coinage and... Uh, Decent amount of items. This is a place we can sell stuff, or not really? It's more of a manufacturing type town. Yeah, pack eds, you're not going to get a lot of options. Now, Eled, on the other hand, not only are you going to be able to sell with no issue in Eled, you're going to be able to purchase with no issue Excellent. in Eled. Let's head to Eled. Let's get the Eled out. Ha ha! So, we talked a little bit about it earlier, but uh, the trip. To Eled overland is about 200 miles. Are you going to be doing crafting during travel as well? I don't see why not, yeah. I mean, if we can make plus one runes, that would be awesome for our armor. Are you ready for that right now? And do you have everything you need for it? It's just cash, so yeah. Nice. Yeah, same. I'd love that for me and Sundrinker. Uh, yeah, how much money do we have to be able to afford? How many of these can we have made? What does a plus one cost? I don't even... Is it like 160 or something like that? I can't remember. It's 160 for one rune. And how many days do we have? Because I can make it... In about a week. Oh, I can make like one. Yeah, you can make one. Well, I'll make one. That's fine. All right. Well, when we get to Eleven, maybe we can buy some or whatever. Resilience 340... Level set, uh, level eight. So we can't get that yet. So, you begin your overland travel from Pakged to Eled. Now, this uh, eastern and western running road, I would not call it a major trade road necessarily, um, but it is very close to the border of the uh, neighboring Alkenstar and the Mana Wastes. So, there are certainly some items being moved to and from the borders. You can see that more as you get closer to Eled, unlike day five or six. On the final day, the day of your approach, Eled is a sprawling city. It is a metropolis. Eled was the militaristic stronghold of Geb at its height in its war with Nax. Since the end of the war, it's had to kind of, uh, you know, change. And it has. Certainly, uh, 
a hub of commerce and a place where a lot of exports come in and out of. It's certainly no Mekatar, the capital of Keb, but it is still a massive city in its own right. You're going to a place called the, the Twilight Castrum. Do you know why you need to go to the Twilight Castrum? I'll look uh, at my notes. That's where the Blood Lord said she was going to go? I, <laughs> I did write down Twilight Castrum. I vaguely remember, because he, he mentioned that's where the person that was ordering was paying for Packed's services, basically, was at the Twilight Castle. Dekrosha has recently ramped up production of alchemical items that get shipped out to the Axingwood Shadow Shore and he led. It's all being paid for by Nethalemma from the Twilight Castrum in Elet. Nethnelma. Nethnelma. It's being paid for by Nethnelma of the Twilight Castrum. That's the person paying for all of these alchemical items being shipped out. That's what I just said. Yeah. This just didn't have the person's name. You remembered. I looked up. This is a key difference in how our brains work. The Twilight Castrum. Does anybody has uh, not Lord Greydurge wouldn't work here, but a society check. Give you a society check, yo. To give me what you know about the Twilight Castrum as you're pulling into Eled. Oh, you get a 17. Don't know anything about it. It's fucking foreign to me. Unless it's fairly common knowledge. Not if you're not from the area. Sounds like we better get to town, find somewhere to stay, and then do some gather information checks. Sounds like it. What are those? You approach the <laughs> gates of Eled. There's a process of getting in, but they, they check your identities. I just, for some reason, I have to assume that you have IDs in Geb. Like, you have to have an ID, right? And Arius, if you didn't have one, Berline got you one. But you get checked at the gate, and uh, one of the skeleton guards at the end, after you pass through the massive gate, this is a, this used to be a, a you know a war gate. So you could see the portcullis and the giant doors that can be closed to barricade this thing, and it actually has a few stages to it. As you enter in, it is bustling in here, and you see undead of all kinds, as well as quick of all kinds. You see everything from, like, ghouls who are dressed in, like, the most colorful outfits, being followed by servants who are wafting, you know, perfumes in a decanter in their master's direction, and two of them pass each other, and they say, you're looking very healthy today. Ah, you as well. They, they pass by, and there's, there's just so much going on. The skeleton guard that, that you know, sees you as you're entering in is, Welcome to Yled. Can I help you with something? We'll be looking for rooms to stay in. We'll be looking to visit our employer, who is supposed to be here. Do we know where she is? No idea. But we're not exactly sure where. Might you know where we could find Bloodlord Haddell, eh? No. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Um, I don't know where you would find. There's many blood lords in the lead. Go ask one of them. <laughs> Excuse me, is there a reason you're laughing? Sorry, there's just... Who are you even coming in demanding to see a blood lord? 
Cyburst. Yep, heard him. <laughs> ah, what? Ah. This is the thing that doesn't have any components, right? <laughs> yeah, just... Well, I mean, I need to unleash my psyche, so I guess I would cast Guidance on myself, and then I would hit him in the head with my brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, as soon as you unleash your psyche, the guard would say, Oh, none of that now! None of that now, gods! Because there's visual manifestations that happen around you as you unleash your psyche. And some guards would run over and begin to draw their weapons. Do you continue? Yeah, I look fucking dope. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what he thinks I'm continuing. I just like got a cool aura looking around me. None of that magic stuff out here in the streets. Take that to the schools of the academies and go talk to them. Not in the streets. And the one's like holding his head. This is Geb. You're an idiot. <laughs> I can't just have newcomers coming in here and just casting spells willy-nilly. You have a license for that. That's not at all true. I make a... Who's got lore barrister? Law. Wasn't that something okay. somebody had at one point? There is a, <laughs> Sounds there like is a something... <laughs> I make a society check? Do I know that there's like laws against casting spells in public? I get a 20. I feel like that's enough. It really depends on the city. But not any that you've heard of. Yeah. This guy's a moron. I leave him to his simple brain and continue on. We're going to go find a place to stay. I think finding a, a base of operations will be our first point. All right. Yeah, we probably could have asked that guy if we didn't just attack him. I'm sorry. He pissed me off. <laughs> I didn't attack him. It was my brain. <laughs> I have no control. I literally don't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> You've met the guy. He's kind of a prick. Kind of an asshole. So, where do you go? Just find a, a an inn or a hotel or something to stay in? Yeah. A nice one, hopefully. Sagan? Yeah, we got quite a nice one. I mean, I don't know. Except for maybe Arius wants to just go fucking sit in a hole somewhere. But. I mean, he'd probably just stay in the corner of the room or whatever. I suppose. Be a pile of bones in the corner of the room. Just, I just need some standing room somewhere, and I'm good. All right. Just need some standing room, <laughs> some collapsing room. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you need some standing room or just some pile pile of bones room? I need a place big enough to hold my bones. <laughs> my bones. Yeah, we'll go find what looks like a nice-ish place. So you uh, wander into town and you find yourself a nice looking spot, and uh, you get a room. One room, four rooms. Uh, how many beds are in a room? I mean, at least three. I'm not sure what Arius wants to do. You can get them one one per, or you can t- get two up. Rolling a cut. Uh, yeah, I, I think at least two. One for, I'd say, kicks out of my chair in a room with you. Aww. And, uh, then the, uh, two of you can go to a room. <laughs> the two of you. Yeah, Arius can hang out with Perdition's bones. Can yeah, there up. you go. There you go. <laughs> no, here's my real strategy. The incongruity with how we've portrayed kicks to this point in how we speak and the art for him. I think it's finally time, kicks, that Lucan convinces you to go on a shopping spree with me. <laughs> We're going to get some dapper. We got to go get some fucking <laughs> nice ass threads <laughs> to match your nice ass art. <laughs> so, kicks, here's the thing. We've been hanging around together for quite a while now. We even own a manor together, don't we? How strange, but we do. The problem is, darling, 
you look like trash. And you know, it's, it's all right. It's okay. I know. You do not come from means, and that's fine. But here's the thing. We have means now. Let's go get you some nice clothes. Because honestly, if I have to look at you dressed like that for one more minute, I'm going to vomit. I'm offended, but I get it. <laughs> You're a handsome tiefling, Kix. Let's show it off. So, just out of curiosity, did we successfully craft anything? Or did we attempt to? No one finished off. Otherwise, I was just going to craft something for all of us. Because I can't make the thing any cheaper, so I might as well just craft a level 1 item for all of us. Yeah, we can just buy buy them when we get to OLED. Yeah. Okay. What did you have in mind as a level 1 item? You all get one of these. A savior spike? This pyramid-shaped spike is attached to an armor's chest piece. When you activate the spike, it shoots a strand of force to help you gain purchase. If you roll a success on the triggering attempt, you get a critical success instead. If you roll a critical failure, you get a failure instead. Nice! Yeah, it's a talisman, so it's a one-use. This doesn't have a silly requirement. I mean, you have to be an expert in reflex. Oh, oh, I'm not an expert in reflex. Oh, I, oh, I missed that. Reflex. No, that's okay. I'm an expert in reflex. So most of us should. Oh, in reflex. Point. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not. I was. No. Nope. I guess everybody I guess I'm should not. be an expert in reflex now. <laughs> I'm not. You're not. I'm not. I hope you not. guys will eventually be one day, and you have this. <laughs> if you ever grab something, did you get to just make these for free or what? Um, very cheap. Ten gold for all four of them. All right. Okay. All right. With my successful thirty-three crafting check, I reduced the goal, the cost by. I toss it on Sundrinker. Does Sundrinker wear armor? Nope. Nope. <laughs> it has to. Have it has armor. to go on armor. Damn it! Get yes. Sundrinker a coat. Yeah, just throw a coat. Yeah, because there's very specific Eidolani equipment, right? There, there is. is. Yeah, there is. Yeah, let's go buy. Let's go. I want to get yeah, the plus one armor stuff. And I would love to get a primal a, a ring. God, how do rings work? An arcane ring? Or a primal ring? I actually don't know if there is the equivalent of yeah. a ring of wizardry. There, I don't think there is an equivalent of a yeah, wizardry ring. Now, if you could find a way to get the formula or create a formula for it. Or a wand. I need to get a wand. I need. Here's what I need: is I need a wand of summoner's precaution, because I just can't be wasting a spell slot every day. But I also need to cast that spell every day. Oh, that's right, because you can't have a lower level version of it. I mean, I can put it in my third level spell slot, but then it's taking well, yeah, up I mean, one you... of my two third level spell slots. Yeah. That's what I mean. You're, yeah. you're taking up a, a very valuable spell slot. To just cast this thing. And, and I need it. Like, it is extremely useful and necessary. I'll go see how much a wand of a second level. Let's find that out. We're doing a little shopping spree. Yeah, a little shopping, shopping spree, spree, I think. A little shopping spree. Yeah. What other stuff can we sell? We're going to spend all day shopping, right? At night, but yes. Uh, sure, yeah, sorry. All night shopping. Um... Are you going to be going as a party? And if you're going as a party, will one person... I just need one person to do the buying and the selling, which means other people can gather information. Can we do both at the same time? I feel like if we're spending money somewhere, that makes somebody predispositioned to talk to us more and... and that's what I'm, that, that's basically what I'm saying. I say we do that. He's saying, you know, one person's kind of shopping... 
and one person's kind of chatting it up with the owner. Yeah, you don't I need love to be that. good at shopping. So just find out who but you're going to have are. be your gather information people, <laughs> yeah. and then the other person will actually be doing the shopping, whoever the other folks are, is. Who's got the best diplomacy? I got a 13. I have a 15. Nice, you do it. Nobody else has higher than a 15. I don't think I have diplomacy. I have a 1. Uh, intimidation? You need somebody intimidated? Only if the diplomacy goes poorly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got a, I got a two diplomacy and a fifteen intimidation. Yeah, I'm charisma based, so my my deception, diplomacy, intimidation are all pretty good. Somebody should take this bag of holding type two out of here. Who's taking that? We have one. Yeah, it's in our loot. I just always assumed, just because of the wizard, that Ted has the bag of holding. You do not have to. I'd be happy that I can take I, it. I mean, it's a bag of holding. It literally does not matter. I mean, I guess it is one bag. I, I, I don't think Arius would carry it. Okay. He doesn't, he doesn't really care about other items. All right. Sundrigger will carry it. Here's what a sword in his armor. I have taken the bag of holding type two. Okay. So, Lucan, are you assisting, aiding yes, me? Yes, I or? would love to aid you in this. I get a 24. Is that a success? This is going to be close, For, isn't it? So that's going to be close. I'm not even sure. Uh, right now, that is a success. Yes. Hey! You get plus one. 23 at this level. Oh, yeah. Nice. Shara, go ahead and give me your gather information with the plus one. Oh, five. Get a 21. Take that, hero point. Yeah. I'll use it. That's what I'm used to using it for. Social. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was on a 12, and then at the last second, rolls to a two. Well, isn't that just par for the course? My rolls from the other night have continued to suck. So... But I'm not doing any combat tonight, guys. We're just... It's not going to go well. As you're gathering information from folks, the best you're able to get... Nobody knows who Nathnelma is. Nobody tells you, at least, who Nathnelma is. You don't find... You don't get that name from anyone. You're able to discover that the Twilight Castrum is, in fact, in a section of Iled called the Three Gates Plaza. It's a spacious, circular plaza that's paved with cobblestones and lined with uh, three graveyards, hence the Three Gates. So there's the circular plaza and then the Three Gates to get into the graveyards. And the graveyards are actually filled with... uh, mausoleums, there's residences in the graveyards, shops, all sorts of, you know, actual thriving uh, metropolitan culture, I suppose. But that's the Three Gates Plaza. The Twilight Castrum itself, you're able to discover that it is a necromancy academy uh, that operates in the shadows of Iled's other more famous magical academies, like the Mortuarium. It's kind of like the uh, Necromancy Community College that's in the same city as, you know, the big university that's in that city. So that's the information you're able to find. All right. Pretty generic. Yeah, nobody can tell you anything about Bloodlords in specific or, or, you know, where any of them might be or hang out. There is a Bloodlord who runs the city. So, like, anybody could tell you that Bloodlord Hake Kajet is the overseer of Eled. And then there's other bloodlords that are just in Eled as well. Hey, Kajet. 
Hake Hajet. They are a mummy. Well, at least uh, at least we got that info. I say let's go see Hake first. See if we can find Haldoli. Yeah, I don't think you're just gonna walk up to a blood lord and Iled and <laughs> Yeah, much less the, the overseer of the whole city. Send a letter? Can we do any scrying? I mean yeah, we could send some sort of message to request an audience. Yeah, let's do that if we can. Um yeah, that we make a really big ruckus and hope Bloodlord Haldoli notices. <laughs> I mean create a commotion. I've got Sundrigger walking around. Somebody'll probably notice, right? Just a tree. I mean it's not it's not exactly very out of place where you've got like there are places where hulking zombies are doing heavy lifting labor, you know, of loading and unloading things, if you will, or, you know, all sorts of odd sights throughout Eled. Sundrinker isn't exactly a huge standout. We'll take... Until it's large. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once, once Sundrinker gets a little bigger, maybe, but right now there are other hulking creatures that create a lot of... Uh, you know, notice. I start walking the streets and preaching the good word of Zeriel. Oh, God. Does that draw attention? I mean, most people would ignore you. You'd be like the doomsayer uh, downtown. I try to intimidate them. (laughs) (laughs) Respect my religion! What is that? Coercion? What what is that? What am I doing here? It's coerce. Yeah, it's coerce. I think I have a feat to do group one, too. Yeah, group coercion. And I'm a master now. Ten at a time! I'm coercing ten people at a time. <laughs> you gonna intimidate them into following Zurio? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead and give me an intimidation check. What does the party do as, as uh, this is happening? I walk the fuck away. Like I, yeah. I know uh, a hard eye roll and Ergatho is the law of the land. You go preaching some other god, you're gonna get the fucking celebrants on your ass. And there's some shady shit going on with them. Thirty-one. I have an Ergathoan champion with me. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> with a thirty-one, you are able to successfully coerce ten people to stand around and listen to you preach. <laughs> They're all undead. None of them are living. That makes sense. But they don't exactly look like they're about to take up arms with you. When you're done with your sermon, they kind of look at each other and then scatter. Job job well done. I move on to the next town. I've done my job. <laughs> block by block. As Arius does this, I do go find like whatever the equivalent of a mail places or a, or a note runners or whatever there's got to be a place that does that sort of thing absolutely and I'll write up a very fancy note to Bloodlord Kajet uh, requesting a brief audience what do you give as the return address uh, wherever it is we're staying okay in the room number I will I will uh, David knows this but Lucan doesn't necessarily know this Society check to know would a blood lord always be like friendly with another blood lord, or do they sometimes like to stab each other in the back? Oh, uh, what do you? What's your plus to society? Are you trained expert? What? I'm trained with a plus twelve. Yeah, go ahead and give me a society check. I get 
a 28. Lucan, it strikes you as you're writing the letter that, no, in fact, Bloodlords are constantly competing with one another, constantly looking for weaknesses in others in order to exploit them to their own ends. Uh, my worry is that it's a game of politics. Haldoli doesn't even want anybody. They, to know like, that they, she's they don't here. even know that Haldoli is here. Yeah. And we would be like blowing her cover if we walk up and be like, "Hey, have you seen Haldoli? She's she said she was going to be here." <laughs> yeah. I changed my mind. I tossed the people I was with a couple of copper, a couple of silver, to say thanks, and I take what I was writing with me and burn it. That was a mistake. It was a bad idea. I'm glad I stopped myself. We'll go about this a different way. Maybe Arius's way wasn't too bad. Let Haldoli come find us. <laughs> I was gonna say either let Haldoli fi- uh, find you, or you know, act on the other the other piece of information yeah. that you have. We're just gonna have to go to this the castration twilight place. whatever castrum, which I really hope isn't a place where castrations are performed. <laughs> castrum, not castration. <laughs> Twilight castration. <laughs> Wait till you hear what the logo of the location looks like. Like mm-hmm. it's a magical academy. It's, it's college. It has a logo. It probably has a few sports teams and, and what have you. The cast from castrators should be what they are. <laughs> oh, they're just it's the. It'd the be the cast from casters, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be the cast from no, casters. The tower and moon. Oh, <laughs> dick and balls. Yeah, Tower and Moon, yep. (laughs) I don't know if they meant to put a a dick joke in there. Who knows? (laughs) But here we are. I always assume they meant to put a dick joke in there. Good point. So uh, that that leaves the Three Gates Plaza. That's where the Twilight Castrum is. You head there? I mean, we're not stealthy people. We just go. Yeah. Yep. Let's yep. just just go ask to see Neth Nelma and just, just yeah, pretty much see where it takes us. Alright, well, then you make your way over to the uh, Three Gates Plaza. It's pretty easy to find it once you figure out that you can, you know, get a map or, you know, check with a guard or what have you. But you're directed to a location where it is a, a big circular plaza. It's on the edge of Eled. It's one of the one of the newer additions since the end of the edge sorry, the end of the war. But there are three iron gates here that lead to large cemeteries. In the plaza itself, in the huge circle, you see shops lining it, and there are wares of all kinds. And that's something you've seen throughout Eled as you've only spent really this is your second day in the city uh there's tons of shit here and in this particular section you see shops that have like that are selling t-shirts and flags and scarfs and shit like that with the school's logo the tower and the moon on it there's the university store there's a bookstore uh you see students of all ages wearing you know twilight castrum block letter sweatshirts walking around with books and backpacks folks sitting around in the dusk having uh, you know a drink for the evening if you will I will and as you walk into Three Gates Plaza you hear a familiar voice yoohoo yoohoo over here yes over here and you see Berline Haldoli at a small circular table at a cafe 
sitting down with two gentlemen, and she's having tea. I greet her with a broad, platinum vampire fang smile. Mistress Outtoli, how wonderful to see you here. It is a pleasure. Fancy seeing you. Fancy seeing you. Okay, come sit down. Hold on. We'll pull up another table. And she snaps her fingers, and uh, Glorinsa, her skeleton, comes up and pulls over an empty table from nearby in the patio and aligns the chairs for everybody to have a seat. Sit down. Sit down. I'll introduce you. And she comes over to Lucan and nudges you. Never too early for a little networking, right? Never at all. These are the gentlemen that are sitting at the table with her. Bloodlord Kirill Vonth, she says first, and she gestures to a tall, a tall and emaciated white uh, that has eyes of crimson fire. These are the people you were telling me about. In the report, your agent, Gishka. Yes, uh, Salushaw, was it? Well, I told you I knew them, and here they are. This is Lucan Hollow, Kix, Arius, and Shara. And she puts a special emphasis on Shara's name as she points to you and says, Unfortunately, it would seem that Gerdrag won't be joining us today. Will he? No. No, he will not. I'd like to hear more about that, Shara. Come speak with me later. Come speak with me later. In the meantime... This is Bloodlord Kyrofon. Greetings, sir. And yeah, Cheryl will bow. A pleasure to make your acquaintance, Bloodlord. A pleasure to meet you as well, Lucan. Lucan Hollow. Yes. Your name is spoken specifically in the reports. Positively, I have. Gishkar said his interactions with you were. Mm, pleasant wasn't the word that he used. Concise was the word. Who is Gishkar again? Gishkar was the lizard folk in Sallow Shore. He was the warehouse oh, guy. Oh, and he, that's the same. That's the same guild as Shroud, right? And this guy's also in that guild. Yes. Yes. They're all the same guild. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I would consider Gishkar a very concise kind of person. Very, very um, capable. So it would seem you are. Potentially, as well. Certainly like to think we're quite capable. Kicks it is good to meet you. Strange to see someone as yourself in this sort of group. You find yourself in places you just don't seem to be. And then I hit him with a cyber... No, I don't hit him. (laughs) 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 Oh, fuck. You guys would lose that fight so fast. (laughs) And Arius... You're an interesting character. Yes. That's all I have to say. That's all I had to say. Good. I know you. I feel like I can know you. You're a simple man and I appreciate it. And Shara. The fucker just called me simple? (laughs) 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 And Shara. I haven't heard much about you. Yet. How did you find yourself to be with the sinners, I believe they called themselves? That's what Gishkar said that you went by. Yes, it's a interesting story. Probably a one too long to tell the long version of, but 
I was looking for someone and found these people instead. Do we know you were looking for a good drug? We'd know that, right? Yeah, I straight up told yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right, and I, like right off the And bat. I showed you where he was on the mantelpiece. <laughs> yeah. Yes, a, a former a former associate of ours. Destroyed now. Poor good drug. Unfortunate. Many good things were said about Gerdrug in the reports. He was closely associated with the consortium before his demise. Yes, well, he wouldn't have made it to Sallow Shore, so how many reports do you have? A few. The other man that's sitting here, he's he's now starting to gain like visual he's getting your visual attention because he's starting to like he's sitting up straighter and he's pulling his vest back a little bit to show his chest. And he's preening. He's pruning a little bit. Uh, or preening a bit. Bloodlord Haldoli says, and, and, and of course, it's an honor to present Bloodlord Zithni. Oh, please. Bloodlord Zithni, allow me to introduce myself. I'm Luke and Hollow. A pleasure to make your acquaintance. Oh, the pleasure is, well, potentially... All mine. Oh, I should certainly help, sir. I was hoping that you would introduce yourself last. Otherwise, I wouldn't even get to understand the others' names. But it turns out that their names don't matter right now. They certainly don't. Lucan, I have uh, a place that I've been staying for a while. Would you like to come to my uh, condo? Absolutely. Although I must say, I am in the employ of Bloodlord Howdoli. So if she has any information or work that I must attend to, I have to see to that first. Oh, well, we'll get to that then, darling. We'll get to that. Oh, yeah, if if it wasn't clear to the audience. What's this guy's name? Zithani? Zithni? Zithni. It's Z-T-H-N-I. Zithni is a very handsome vampire, so if that wasn't clear by my reaction, now you know. (laughs) With big pecs and shoulders. And pointy ears. Was he an elf or a half-elf? Maybe you can talk. Maybe that's his pillow talk for later. Yeah, that's later. It's not important right now. <laughs> Speaking of work to do, was there anything you needed for us, Blood Lord? Me, specifically? Well, you're kind of still in the middle of a job, if I'm to understand. Is that correct? Yes, very much so. It's actually where we were headed now. So, the grave claw dwindles a little further every month. Who's left? Do we even, I mean, is this person part of the grave claw? We haven't heard of. Nethnelma? Nethnelma. Well, our lead is named Nethnelma. Simultaneously. 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 Okay, our good <laughs> thing. Simultaneously. <laughs> Simultaneously. Oh, God. Simultaneously, uh, Zithni and I'm gonna forget the guy's name, Kyril. Zithni and Kyril react visibly. Kyril stiffens and says, Nathnilma! And Zithni uh, slams his hand on the table and goes, That grave bitch! Oh, apparently you guys have made her acquaintance? And are none too pleased with it. Ugh, I hate her. She's awful. Well, it's also planning some sort of rebellion, I believe. Ah, uh, that is interesting. Yes, 
Blood Lord Hardoldi, may we speak freely? Of course. And I do so. I will fill her and Zithni and what was it? Kyril? Kyril, Kyril. 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 In on what we know about these strange toxins being mass produced and tested on people, all kind of going by this grave claw hag coven. We put in a good word for Shroud while we're here. Yes, put <laughs> in a good word for Shroud. Everything. Yep, yep. Shroud was very helpful. Yeah, just just basically filling them in. Because we also honor our agreements. We do. We do. I am lawful evil. Oh, that's good to hear about Pat Ked. Well, awful to hear that the original thing happened, but good to hear that Shroud is getting it back on its feet. Cairo, yes, I am appreciative. I did not understand how deep the subterfuge of this coven was. I could care less about the poisonings. Sounds like Pakgat is still running, thanks to the Shroud. But she has cheated Geb and the Carter's Consortium from hundreds, perhaps thousands of gold pieces. She was quite clear about her disdain for Geb and its rulers. Unacceptable. So I have to assume the rest of the Grave Claws feel similar. What's left of them? Bloodlord Zithni says, Oh, I, I just hate that vicious hag. At my first social outing as a Bloodlord, she waited until I was in front of our King Geb himself before calling me a dagger-toothed dandy, and I quote, a perfumed leech. Now, Yes, that was centuries ago, but what good is on death if one can't hold a grudge for all time? I wish she'd choke on her own eye. Perhaps we can help her with that. Yeah, I feel like that could be arranged somehow. Her position as a visiting professor is up for renewal this month. I intend to use all my leverage to ensure she's cast out on her bony behind, but you, oh, (laughs) you have made it potentially so much sweeter. Well, this has turned out to be very interesting. Uh, do you think this is where this ends, Lucan? Sharon? No. Where the plot ends, or what specifically? Do you have any more leads? Is this your last thread? It's our last thread for now. But I suspect there's something more going on. Something more we're going to learn. There's something missing. There's certainly an ingredient, uh, or multiple ingredients missing from what we know. Because the ones that exist, they don't seem to have any use. There's got to be some other catalyst. There's got to be a motive as well. And as far as I can find, we haven't determined one. I can't imagine why the Coven would want to do this on such a large scale. There must be something else going on. No, I don't think Mithelma is going to be the end of this story. Gosh, it's just so... Exciting to hear about this investigation and this spool unraveling, and you just ended up here, of all places. Each of the other hags have pointed us in another direction. I'm sure this will be similar. How very exciting. I will suggest. Perhaps you could go and sit in on one of Nathnelma's public classes. There is one coming up shortly. 
Oh, what a wonderful idea, Cairo. Well, that sounds as wonderful a place to start as any. Thank you for the suggestion, Bird Lord. It was fortuitous running into you, as we were somewhat lacking in our knowledge of Nethnelma and the Twilight Castrum. Well, if you need to know anything about the Twilight Castrum, you can certainly let me know. Actually, they're the ones who are paying for my condo. I'm here until it gets boring, which... And he glances over at Logan. It hasn't yet. Gay! (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes, it yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, the naming a hall after me, the Zithni Hall for Vampiric Studies, has a very, very flattering ring to it, don't you think? Well, I'll study in your hall if you'll study at mine, Zithni. <laughs> oh, stop. No, keep going. <laughs> anyways, anyways, maybe, and this is just me, Glorinsa, um... I'm going to go back to my place. I'm staying at the hostel, if you need anything. And she points to one of the graveyards, the one in the middle. I like it. It's quiet. I like the quiet. They let me keep Glorinsa and Richa with me at all times. Here's my room number. Visit me anytime you would like. And discreetly, she adds outside of the earshot as everybody's kind of like stands up later. The hostel's a good choice for those on a budget as well, so... <laughs> Oh, wow. wow. Talking shit. She goes off to, to stay. For the other two, I want a uh, diplomacy check from Shara and from Lucan. For whom? Cairo and Zithni. All right. All right. Uh, I get a 21. I think I might use my hero point here. Yeah. I would like that to be better. Let's see how that goes. Oh, I roll on that one. I get a 14. That doesn't even make sense. Sure, does get a 28. Sure, gets a 28. I, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you here, Luke. Or would my, would my pretty low. 28 of... Okay, I, I don't do that. I don't do that. I get to know the results of my check before I use the hero point. It's true. You can take your hero point back. A 21 is a success. <laughs> Shara, Kyrill kind of approaches you as everybody's getting up to Leeds and says, if you would like to get to know me better, I am available at the Queen's Loft. I am very interested in your party, and I know the least about you. Well, I would be very happy to sit down and chat, Blood Lord. He nods and points over to, he tells you he's staying at the Queen's Loft, which is in a separate graveyard. And he goes off. Zithni downs the rest of his wine-laced blood and drags a finger across Lucan's shoulder and says, I'm staring at the Harrow House. Unfortunately, I am going out right at this moment. And it's a private affair, but please check in with my secretary, set a date, come and see me. Oh, I will. And if you ever need any arm candy, I can be told I'm quite sweet. We'll talk. Ciao. And he takes off. And the Hera house is, of course, in the third graveyard. I suppose we would have given the Blood Lord also where we were staying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And let's just say for practicality's sake, it's nearby. Each one of the uh, lodgings is really like a, a hotel of sorts. 
This is, you know, Metropolis. The buildings rise, you know, dozens of floors high in some places. You now know that Nathnelma is a professor, a visiting professor at Twilight Castrum, and she is holding a public lecture soon. Yeah, we'll plan for that. Um... Yeah, maybe we would have asked Zithni, because he was the one that was being sponsored by Twilight Castrum, right? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's uh, being hosted by them right now. About you know, like, do we have to like sign up for the to go to the class, or is it just like a public thing? Or oh, you, it's a it's a public affair. You could you could okay. uh, just walk into just it. Just kind of show up. Yeah, just show up. So we've got a couple of days, huh? How, how many days do we have to to waste till then? <laughs> the class isn't for another two weeks. You get a lot of time. Two weeks. So you have a lot of options here. I mean, I know what my main option is, but other than that... <laughs> Getting that dude. Getting it. Um, we could maybe do a little bit more gather information. Is There's a there's there's a school here, so there's probably a lot of... Uh, there's probably a library. I might see what I can find ab- about more information about these different ingredients that we know... And these weird zombies that we found in Capged, Packed, Packed. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Packed. Um, see if I can learn more about those. All of those things, because we okay. know what those types of zombies are called. Virilex. Virilex. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Learn more about Virilex. What creates them? Uh, learn more about these ingredients. Like we talked to a chemist. I would love to go maybe see if I can make an appointment with a professor of alchemy and like present them with what I know and see if like, hey, is there any other ingredients you can think of that might do something with this that might work with this? So doing some research like that and getting laid. That's uh, that's my plan. That's quite the it's quite the checklist you got there. Hey, I'm a vampire. I only need to like meditate for four hours. <laughs> the rest of the time I'm go go go. Yeah, plus we have two weeks. That's a lot of time to do stuff. So you guys can figure out what you want to do, if there's any crafting you want to do, or... Um, Shira would certainly go talk to Haldoli and Kiro during that time. She would not keep them waiting. Not not very long. Okay. Yeah. Within a day or... probably, Probably within a day for Haldoli and maybe a couple days for Kiro. Just because Heldoli was a, was a, like a direct contact and supervisor type person. <laughs> Employer. Yeah. It's super nebulous right now with her, isn't it? We've got a to-do list of what you want. So let's start talking about... Uh, let's get research done and out of the way. Lucan, you want to go ahead and give me a... Better better bring kicks along with you to yeah. explain the science. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just make sure you don't get eaten. Let's go ahead and get a... Give me a religion check, and... Or, you know what? Mm, you have lore zombie, right? Uh, I do have lore zombie, yes. You do, okay. Go ahead and give me lore zombie. This isn't... They are not technically a zombie, but you know enough about them, and you know how to reference undead like this in the creations. I get a 30. Okay. A Viralak is... The result of when a large amount of people die from poisonings. An undead is sometimes infused with a lethal venom, 
and and a lot of times virulex when they when they occur like singular like a lot of times they can be mass but if they're singular poisonings then they can be solitary creatures with memories of their excruciating death by poisoning but when that mass poisoning produces numerous fatalities the virulax have that moment of agony in their life transitioning into death that they almost kind of have a hive mind with each other over that like that shared moment it has it does retain its intelligence and the memory that it had in life but it's just their agonizing death by poison transforms them transforms them so it's like the more people that get killed in that way the more powerful it is it can be because mobs of virilax i mean uh the more people don't increase the power of the individual virilex right but they also work very well together as a coordinated force. Not coordinated might be the wrong word. It's a mob. A right? mob. Could yeah. do I find that there's any way that anybody has found ways to control the mob or or um, anything like that? Directed in some yeah, way. Directed in some uh, way. Yeah. 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 Uh, in Moriarty's uh, volume three of creating un- <laughs> unusual undead. There are a lot of counts of difficulty controlling Virilex because of how much of their knowledge of their previous life that they retain, that they fall back to that first in their previous self-identity in life before what created them. So commanding them becomes like commanding a living person with free will. They also just become difficult and, and, and undead. I ruminate on what possible benefit doing this could serve anybody on, a, on such a mass scale. Okay. Uh, let's see. We have three quote uh, well, four encounters here that we could attack. The social encounter with Berline, the social encounter with Zithni, the one with Kyril, and then the class. Zithni wants to party. Zithni actually wants to, like, legitimately go out on the town with the whole party and party with all four of you. Oh, God. You're never getting Arius. You're probably <laughs> not even getting Shara. Maybe. I don't know. That's up to you. You guys. Cakes will just be reluctantly dragged. Yeah. Shara's pretty social. Okay. Like, she's not going to be, like, the crazy one out there on the dance floor doing crazy things, but she's also not going to shy away from a, a social encounter like that. I'll go fucking vogue. I'll be voguing. Like I said, I would do I would do my both with mine in the first few days. Okay. So we do Berline first then. Sure. Are we all going? Does everybody go to see Berline? Or is that just you, Shara? Well she had just said that she wanted to hear more about Oh that's right. Yes. Gerdrug what happened with Gerdrug, which it's gonna be Honestly, a pretty short conversation because <laughs> I don't know what happened. I didn't do anything. She was already dead. He did. Um, really, that's all she wants to know, and we don't even have to roleplay that out necessarily. I don't think we really need to roleplay it other no. than... She just wants I mean, to unless she has specific questions about it, or what Shara's plan is going forward. Yeah. Not she'll yet. Shara will just be like, he was already dead. At this point, she's... And I felt like Ergothro guided me to this particular place for a reason, so I stuck with the group. And that's all she wants to know. Yeah, we don't have to roleplay that out. So that's easy. So then, party 
or see the uh, Cairo first. I mean, Lucan would want to go party like as frequently as possible. So it just depends on how how I can drag you you lot out with me. You clowns. Yeah, if you go every single night, Shara is definitely not going like every night. No, we're just gonna do one night. <laughs> so just we'll pick a night. That's not that's not when he he's doing it every night, but that's a different story. Like, you know, we get to Friday and it's like, okay, yeah, let's 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 all go out. Let's the fucking town. chill. <laughs> <laughs> let's do the uh, let's do the boring guy first, and then the party second, just because that's gonna be more fun. Cairo Vaughn. Yeah, I can't imagine Cairo will have too much talking to me about, but I know Urgatho tends to be the kind of a Geb's religion, but have did any of these people have any kind of religious symbols on them? Bloodlord Zithni would have had an Urgothoan religious symbol somewhere, really surreptitiously in there. Oh. That would definitely even make me more likely to yeah go out and do stuff with them. As long as no one's got like something crazy which I would wouldn't assume they would advertise if it was something outside of the ordinary so you make your way over to the Queen's Loft then who's go, who's all going to Queen's Loft uh, to see Viral or Chiral did he insinuate he wanted it to be all of us no it's up to you guys it doesn't matter is it the guy David's trying to get freaky with no no the other one. Oh, then I'll go to this guy's house yeah he seems alright I'm definitely going. For those who show, it sounds like Kix and Shara, and that's it? No, I'll go. I'll f- certainly go. Logan? Arius? I guess we'll all go. Everyone goes? You'll go to the Queen's Loft. When you enter the Queen's Loft, it's a very stately hotel. In fact, in the uh, lobby, there is a statue of a Razni. Kyro's actually sitting in the hotel lobby... Interesting. And he is reading a book. He places a bookmark in the book, stands up, and you can see it's a it's a historical treatise on Queen Arasne's reign. And he greets you. Hello, Shara. And glad to see you've come as well, Lucan. Kicks. Arius. I thought we might get to know each other over a game. Do you know the rules to blood price? I don't know, do I? Those society check? I fucking love that game! Anyone can give me a society check for blood price. 18? Mm, incorrect, I cannot. <laughs> Anyone. Anyone who is able to. To be fair, I've only lived in Geb for a few years. I forgot. I guess I did. It was a really drunk night. Kick's not <laughs> sure. And then Shara doesn't have society. I kind of look around at the group. We all kind of look at each other. Well, it appears that we're at a loss. Why don't you teach us? Hmm. Blood Price is an economic strategy board game simulating Geb, its factions, and the machinations of Bloodlords. Join me in the library. There's a copy of the game available for guests to use. Are you all interested? Absolutely. I get it. This game sounds fun. <laughs> can you can you describe it one more time? That's such a weird. <laughs> it's an economic strategy board game simulating Geb, its, it's factions, fucking monopoly, and the machinations really of the like Bloodlords. 
Mm. Yeah, it, it's it's. I think it might be kind of like Rich. So basically, each player who plays the game selects one of Geb's facts, factions, and Chiral, being uh, and I kept I keep getting this wrong. The Carter's Consortium and the Export Guild are separate, but the Carter's Consortium is under the Export Guild because they're just like the Carter's Union, I guess. Well, because the Export Guild is the greater the is like greater the great faction. house yeah is the, the minor faction, faction the, is the carter's consortium yeah it's like yeah like a sub faction of the of export the export guild. guild yes so but anyways anyone who plays you choose one of geb's factions and Chiral's going to pick the export guild but during the game each player begins with a starting position on the board a special ability a unique victory condition and a bank of resources all decided by your choice of, choice of faction the great factions have the most powerful starting positions, but the game is balanced, so the lesser factions can be victorious. And the players make deals with each other, trading resources and establishing alliances, and any player might win alone, but a joint win by players who work together is actually more likely. In any case, the game ends after six turns. So, if you guys want to play, there's basically just six checks that you make. And each turn, you make a single check, either uh, deception to bluff, diplomacy uh, to maintain an alliance, or games lore to master the rules of play, even though nobody has that, society to apply knowledge of Geb, uh, intimidation to make an aggressive play, or even like thievery to cheat, such as pocketing resources or manipulating dice. Each time a player uses a specific skill, the DC for, of future checks with that skill increases by one. Okay. Sure, let's do it. So, a, su a success in any round on your check earns you one blood point. A critical success gains you two blood points. There's no penalty for failure uh, unless you attempted thievery. In that case, Cairo might have something to say about that. Playing a game in a game. Playing a game in a game. Gameception. We're Shakespeare. Let's do this. So, winning the game requires 10 blood points at the end of a turn, but players can form alliances to reach that total, adding the, their blood points together. Now, my thought is, is Bloodlord Cairo the kind of person we want to let win, or do we want to beat him so he respects us? Or do we want to join him and win somebody? <laughs> we all join him in crush kicks. No! Oh. Just for just for the laughs. <laughs> Everyone would have to choose a, a faction. Well, I certainly let Bloodlord Cairo take first choice. Oh, he he will choose the export guild. That makes sense. Reanimators for me, please. Okay. I don't like any of those factions. Can I make my own faction? Zerial faction. <laughs> the war faction. The war. The war faction. The war mat. There is the war master and council. And does my lore warfare then count as a check for something? I will be doing the tax collectors because I love money. <laughs> That's just my old job. I just know about it. <laughs> Celebrants would be probably that make the most sense for Shara. I mean, you know, most of them are priests of Urgathoa and stuff like that. And, you know. Extravagant ceremonies, gruesome feasts. That all sounds like fun. <laughs> then, uh, Chiral looks at Arius. I pegged you for a War Master Council player. I pegged you? <laughs> Thanks, <Jesus> Spencer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, the whole idea here is that we narrate the rise and fall of each of our factions as we go through, create alliances and things like that, but I instead propose that everybody makes their roles, their appointed checks, and remember, if you make the same check, you know, a second or a third time, you increase the DC of that skill by one. Interesting that uh, the Warmaster Council is actually headquartered in Oled. Is it? Cool. Yeah. Though we know where Zuriel's or where uh, Arius is going. (laughs) (laughs) Kyral is going to begin by explaining the game in more detail and I'm not going to like roleplay that or anything, but uh, he makes a game's lore check to show his mastery in the game and just literally just makes it on the nose. Does he even know how to play this game? (laughs) <laughs> so, but he also can basically not fail either. He only rolled a four and got a, what he needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the like he has a that's his highest skill is games lore. <laughs> what a fucking loser! What is he us? <laughs> Keep track of your blood your blood points. Kyrel now has one. So you just get one per each thing you do. We get one on a success, two on a critical success. Okay, so how do we decide who goes next? There is no initiative order. What do our house selections make a difference? Uh, only in in your actual like role play of each turn, as you're role playing oh. the rise and fall of your faction throughout the history of Geb or that sort of thing. I will apply knowledge to Geb. Oh, it was so good. Actually, the Warmaster Council is not located in Mechatar. It's located in Eled, right here in this city. Yeah, you got me. You're smart, mister. Thank you. Okay. So you did, you, you wants you, to go next? That's what you failed. You didn't get a blood point? Yep. No, no blood point. for me. All right. I will make a check. I'll make an intimidation check as the reanimators use the fear of their army of reanimated corpses to gain traction in Geb. Okay, alright. Go ahead with your uh, intimidation check on that. I get a 30. A 30 is a success, but not quite a critical success. Damn it! Blood points one. One one blood point for Lucan. Alright, that's my turn. Forming up an army with the, uh, the zombies and the skeletons, are you, Lucan? This is Geb. Why wouldn't I? Who wants to go next? Got Shara and Arius. I'll throw out a diplomacy check for uh, throwing a large feast in the honor of Geb. And get a 31, baby. A 31 is a critical success. God you get two damn blood it. points from that. Two blood points. A popular sentiment these days among the celebrants. Yes, it is good to see the king back on his throne. Honor and praise to him indeed. And to the pallid princess. As you wish. Well, Arius, what do you got? I'll give you lore warfare on this one. For sure. Yeah, my lore warfare is really bad. Yeah, I kind of thought so. It's intelligence, isn't it? It's lore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and lore. you're just trained in it, so that means you're like what? You it's a it. it's a plus eight. Plus eight. I mean, that's not terrible. I'd, I'd prefer intimidation, to be honest. Intimidation to start. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if we can start strong. Can I technically get intimidating prowess? 
Yeah. I don't know if sure. I'm intimidating. I don't know. Let's make it happen. Everyone? <laughs> yeah, you're intimidating everybody at the table. I always picture, like, if Arius is going to... Yeah. Oh... That's 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 oh. a nat twenty. That's, oh. that's that's a nat twenty for a thirty six. Critical success. The war master council makes an aggressive play. Oh, yes, I see you've played this game before. <laughs> Very aggressive play. Uh Arius drops down a doctrine, an old dug-up uh, law that allows him to just, like, take control over the reanimator's <laughs> army that was just raised. God damn it. <laughs> nice. So that's round one. Uh, let's go into round two. I'll, I'll start this one off. It never hurts to have the Warmaster Council on your side. And he makes a uh, diplomacy check to try to sway Arius to... Uh, <clears throat> To, to work with him, but he fails with a 19. What a loser. Sometimes they can be a bit fickle, but they'll understand that supplies need to be brought to the front lines eventually. Who wants to go next? I will. I'm going to intimidate Arius's crew. <laughs> <laughs> Zombies suck. <laughs> Zombies suck. I get a 7. <laughs> Kicks doesn't know how to play the game. <laughs> You try to use an intimidation. You got a plus one. Wait, what was what was the what was the faction you picked up again? Was the I'm the tax collectors. <laughs> um, I, you haven't paid your taxes, sir. <laughs> they need to pay into the wartime I'm chest, sorry, and they haven't. I, we're, we're 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 confiscating your your army for unpaid taxes. <laughs> it didn't go well. The Arius would just be like, no, no. I don't get this game at all. <laughs> and now, now you're a part of my army. We're doing it right now. Uh, who wants to go next? Oh, this kick saying it. I get the game. <laughs> just kicks ain't good at it. Does there have to be an order? Or? No, just you have each person has to go once per round. So yeah, once per round doesn't matter. Uh, whoever wants Is to that, pop in. Are we in round two? Yep, round two. Yeah, right right round two. I intimidate again. DC just gets increased by one, right? That's correct. Yeah, War Master Council. I continue to intimidate everyone. 32. God damn it. That's another critical success. You asshole. <laughs> because of intimidating prowess. Because Tyler gave that to him. Yeah, that's right. That happened. What, it's fucking round two and you're already at four blood points? Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Well, so, if we're intimidating, Shara's intimidating. The War Master Council continues to consolidate power. <laughs> I thought I had him. Jared's gonna be like, and if praise and feasting isn't enough, we will force the others with fear and intimidation. Arius class. I get a 34. So feast now. That's a critical success. Yes. Two, two blood points for Shara. <laughs> Ergatho and Zuriel are quite the power couple when they decide to work together, right? Um, Lucan? The reanimators will say they're going to join this war, but then betray you with a deception check. <laughs> See, the reanimator's built in a failsafe. God ah, no. damn it! No. Oh, they didn't, actually. No. Oh, oh, shit. That was, that was Lloyd's job. Lloyd. <laughs> Fucking Lloyd. Lloyd. Fucking Lloyd. Lloyd got ran over by, uh, uh you know... A, a reindeer. A, <laughs> Lloyd got ran over by a reindeer. Okay, that was everybody in round two, right? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That goes to round three. Uh, and no, hmm. it's me. Kicks, you haven't gone. Oh, you're gonna go time. round three. Oh, All right, he, he wants to start out round Sweet. three. Sweet. What do you got? I'm going to collect more taxes <laughs> against Arius's people. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> a fucking untrained diplomacy. On an untrained diplomacy. You roll the nat twenty, hit twenty one to succeed, so it actually is a critical success. It actually is a critical success. <laughs> that is so stupid. Oh shit! Pay into the war chest. <laughs> I think I'm getting the hang of this. Cairo will actually uh, use a society check to apply his knowledge of Geb. To which he critically succeeds, and then oh yeah, yeah, that that absolutely tracks. Pay the war chest. <laughs> yeah. Historically, if you didn't pay the war chest, those were removed. Cairo has three blood points now. Cairo's cheating. Cool. Um, I asked Cairo if he would like some reanimators too. I could uh, raise some undead. Uh, slaves to help you with all of your shipping they could pull the carts they could guard the carts how about uh how about that and i'll make a diplomacy check to try and align with chiral form and maintain an alliance all right all right 28 maybe not reliable labor but sometimes if the labor is cheap enough i could make it so cheap life is cheap them. Perhaps perhaps we should pool our, our blood points in an alliance. Oh, hell yeah. How many does he have? Three. We now together have four. He brought a lot more to this relationship than I did. <laughs> <laughs> Your 28 was very, very uh, coercing. Uh, convincing. Convincing, that's it. Convincing. Yeah, convincing. Coercive is the intimidation one. That's it. It's what I'm about to do. I want to coerce them and... and to being my subjects and I get their points. You're gonna inti- intimidate again? <laughs> yes. Always. That's all I have. You I keep s- succeeding. Not a plus 16. That's pretty easy. Not a, not a critical success. But yeah, a 29 is a success. You get an additional blood point. That's three aggressive plays in a row. That's all I got. It's all gonna be aggressive plays. <laughs> All six turns. What? I don't have any of the other skills. I don't know no, what you want fine. from me. <laughs> I just think it's great. Can I medicine my way into this? How about athletics? Yes. Can I show off my athletics? <laughs> yeah, they don't have that. Yeah. Yeah, Shira's absolutely going to do a diplomacy with Arius. Arius, similar to our respective patrons, I, I suggest we join together to crush these people <laughs> fools and I get a 22 a 22 is a success I agree so that what shit right, it's ten. Four. <laughs> that gives you 10 <laughs> yep no because he's got 5 and I've got 5 <laughs> wow okay we just got crushed absolutely crushed well that was a quick game games are fun Ertho and Zeriel it's about three rounds. <laughs> so, religion just won. Cool. Religion won? <laughs> yes. Awesome. Religion won. Well, war, war and religion evil. just... Very, very evil religion. Who did you want to win? When the game is over, uh, Chiral rises and uh, congratulates Shara and Arius 
Religion can be a very driving force. It's good of you to remind me of this as I approach my day-to-day -day operations. Thank you. Here. And uh, he actually pulls out a rod. Is He pulled out his rod? No, that's what we're supposed to do with the next Bloodlord. <laughs> pulled out a rod, right? I'd make a I'd make a uh, sports yeah, joke. Yeah. None of you would get yeah, it. Yeah, does Jennifer Lopez like it? <laughs> and he hands it to Kicks. See, I told you I won the game. And he says, "This suits you. It seems as you plainly rely on whimsy rather than strategy." Darn tootin'. And what is it? He gave you a rod of wonder. <laughs> oh, how nice of him. Oh, jeez. That's the thing that uh, Peach Pie got, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that he also used just whimsy. whimsy. Yes, random exactly. Shit. Don't you have to be chaotic to use it or something? I don't think so. No. That was the grail. Here's yeah, the, the grail, fun part yeah. about the uh, <laughs> about about the, this situation. Uh, it basically this is exactly what Kix did is the situation that he hands over the Rod of Wonder. It's well, just, just being just, just, just fucking just around being silly. <laughs> yeah, if somebody's just like, I'm no good at this, but we're just gonna go, ah. <laughs> just do it, right? It's great. Perfect. I apologize, Bloodlord. Sometimes, uh, I get competitive. No, it was very educational. I just wanted to win the war. And you did. A good reminder. Praise be to Geb. And have a good night. You as well. Is that all he wanted? That's all he wanted. Just wanted to play a game. All right. <laughs> it's just, he's he's just us without a group. Oh. <laughs> oh. And no online to play. Yeah, no yep. internet. Honestly, I, I, I think Arius might be this guy's new best friend. <laughs> just, just gonna play Blood Price for a couple of weeks while waiting I for just, the. Just six turns in a row. Just constantly intimidate. Yep. Every time. <laughs> So we've made it to Eled in our pursuit of Neth Noma, the next hag of the Graveclaw Coven. We're deep into playing the game of social intrigue now, literally even. What more will we uncover? Find out next time as we continue... Bloodlords. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.